Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with Winnie, where no topic is off topic. From Thomas Aquinas, Aristotle, friendships, and Subway cookies, this is the podcast for those who want to learn a little, laugh a little, and come away with a lot more knowledge, all from a Christian perspective. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. And welcome back to another episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. This is the 10th episode of the podcast. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But we've made it to 10. I would say that's a pretty impressive milestone. And this week we are going to be talking about Instapots, shots, and daily prayer. And by shots, I mean like medical <laughs> shots. But the first thing I want to talk about is Instapots. And I feel like recently I've been using my Instapot so, so much. And for some reason, I weirdly think that using an Instapot is kind of like cheating because I do enjoy cooking. Like one of my favorite things to make is eggplant parmesan. And that takes a lot more time and preparation than like a 30 minute chicken chili, which I also like. That's one of my top Instapot recipes to make. But it takes so, it is so fast, like unbelievably fast. And it's this really good like chili with chicken, like great northern beans. It's more of a summery chili than like a thick heavy chili. But my goodness, it is delicious. And I've tried making like my mom makes yogurt in the Instant Pot. Instant Pots are honestly crazy. Like it always amazes me how many things they can do. Like, I don't know. So if you don't have an Instant Pot... And you're going either to college or you just uh, or have a job or maybe a life that requires you to not or that doesn't allow you to spend a bunch of time cooking. I would really highly recommend an Instapot. And I don't know if they're called Instant Pots or Instapots, but <laughs> I think mine is the brand Instapot. I'm pretty sure. But there's like so many settings on it. You can cook eggs, yogurt, you can saute things like for the chicken chili I will saute like the chicken thighs in the thing before I put all the other stuff in. And my goodness, let me tell you, it is exquisite, exquisite. But just wanted to tell you, if you haven't heard of Instapots, Instapots are very, very good. And the next thing I wanted to talk about is shots. (laughs) And this is like kind of a, a win, an embarrassing situation, but also a win. Yesterday... I had to get a shot, uh, I believe it was meningococcal, but it was for college, and for some reason, shots scare the heck out of me. I don't know what it is about them. I think it's just, it's a very irrational fear. I guess you could call it a phobia, but I'm so afraid, like, (laughs) even thinking about it makes me, like, squirm, but I think what scares me is, like, the time between when like the needle like they put the cotton ball on it and you can like feel the coldness of it and then they like move it to you (laughs) and put it in you that is so so scary to me and I don't know why but it is but yesterday (laughs) I went in to get my shot and my mom she came with me and she was gonna go in with me but then I decided that I wanted to be brave (laughs) and do my shot by myself 
And so I went in. And this is so, this is like slightly embarrassing for me to tell you guys, but I went in and I sat down and the nurse like did it. She told me she was gonna do it. It just like went in and out and it didn't hurt like at all. And I was so surprised that it didn't hurt. <laughs> I was also like mentally preparing myself for a lot of pain, and when that lot of pain didn't happen, it was a good thing. So I guess the lesson in that is if you're scared of a shot, suck it up and and deal with it. I don't know. I just thought that that was a funny story and I was proud of myself. So I wanted to share that on here. If anyone else out there is afraid of shots, I 1001% get you. And if you are afraid, I don't know. It's very hard trying to go in and like get it and be brave, but I think I was glad that in the end I did it. And most shots... You know, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, So, the main part of this episode is not shots or instapots, but it is about daily prayer and the importance of daily prayer, or not even daily prayer, but having a prayer routine and how to incorporate that into your life and some different ways to pray. So, I thought it would be kind of cool to start out with some quotes about prayer. So, the first one is by Mother Teresa, and it says, A love to pray. Prayer enlarges the heart until it is capable of containing God's gift of himself. And the next one is by St. Teresa of Avila. Much more is accomplished by a single word of the Our Father said, now and then, from our heart, than the whole prayer repeated many times, <clears throat> in haste and without attention. And I really like that quote in particular because I think it reminds us of the need not just to be praying, but when we're praying to have meaningful prayer and prayer that is sincere towards God. Because I know that so often when I get into a routine of prayer, sometimes I will just like repeat prayers over and over. And while that is like not certainly not a bad thing, I think that sometimes it causes us to lose track of what prayer is about and it is about truly connecting ourselves to God and not just trying to say the most prayers possible in a day. So I really do love that quote. The next one is from St. John Chrysostom and it is, prayer should be the means by which I at all times receive all that I need and for this reason be my daily refuge, my daily consolation, my daily joy, and my source of rich and inexhaustible joy in my life. And I think that that is such a beautiful, beautiful quote because so often we forget, like sometimes prayer seems dull or repetitive or boring to us and we forget that it truly should be what we are receiving and how we are receiving graces from God through prayer. And it shouldn't be a chore or something we look to each day like, oh, I have to do this, I have to get this done. It should truly be something our hearts long for and desire to feel. And that is part that's kind of touchy because I know for me, when I was first like starting to get into a prayer routine, and this was probably back in early April of this year. I know that sounds bad, but since haven't been regularly doing it for very long. But since April... I've been really trying to commit myself to having a regular prayer routine. And when I first did that, it was very hard for me. And I think part of that was because number one, I com- like I told myself right out of the gate, 
I'm going to do all these things. And I think if you're just starting a prayer routine, it's important to acknowledge that you're just starting. Like you probably won't be able to pray super deeply. And as someone that is farther along in their, and not, not, I don't mean not pray super deeply. I mean, not pray a bunch of prayers every day. So I'm saying set the bar a little bit low for yourself if you're starting out, because when I didn't start the, when I set the bar high, I was always disappointed in myself because I would usually fall sore or not feel like I was able to get that much prayer in. So if you're just getting started, maybe pick one prayer or some one of these practices that I'm going to tell you guys about that you can do every day and just commit yourself to that. And as you start to incorporate that into your life and make it a habit, then I would recommend adding more if you feel like that's what, yeah, there can never be too much prayer. <laughs> but yeah, just if you're starting out, don't feel pressured to start really high because I know that that is maybe a common pressure that some of us face. I know that for me especially, I'm a little bit of an overachiever, and so I always want to start out really high, but it's like exercising. Like, you can't run a marathon if you've never run before. So you start out by going slowly, slowly, and then getting there, like building up, going one more mile each week or something until you're finally at the point where you can do that marathon. Um, so like I said, prayer is a habit. Like it's something that is going to have, you're going to have to work on and develop each day, even when it is hard, but it is very, very worth it. Another thing I want to say is like, there's no right way to pray. Like there are so many different types of prayer. And as long as the purpose of your prayer is to connect with Jesus and it is a biblically rooted prayer or and it connects you to God, then as long as you're making sure that that's something that is in God's will, like you're not praying some weird, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but as long as your prayer is in line with what the Bible teaches and is holy, then there's not really any right way to pray. Like someone may really enjoy praying with scripture and someone else may just really enjoy praying the Our Father and someone may enjoy sitting in nature and kind of like meditating on Jesus. None of those is the wrong way to pray. And each of us may feel more called to a certain type of prayer than another. And so it's important to keep that in mind. And if you don't particularly or you're not particularly inclined to one type of prayer, that's completely okay. The beauty of prayer is that there are so many ways to do it. But I just wanted to kind of give you like helpful base. So if you don't know what to pray about and you're just like taking, say, 10 minutes a day and sitting down and praying, here are four, here's an acronym that I have found really helpful in my own prayer life. And it's called ARTS and it stands for Adoration, Reparation, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. And that basically means, so adoration is like adoring God, like recognizing the beauty and the grace and the wonder and awe of God and just sitting down and saying, wow, God, you are amazing. You are the God of the universe and spending like a minute or two in that. And then reparation is asking forgiveness for your sins because we're all human. So we're all fallen people. We've all sinned. 
And so bringing that sin to God is a very important part of prayer, opening our hearts, letting him see that inside of us as hard as it may be helps us to heal. And the next part is thanksgiving. So thanking God, thanking him for your life, even if it's maybe not going the exact way you want it to, acknowledging that you are alive, (laughs) that you are a son or a daughter of God, and that God has given you an amazing, amazing body and mind and spirit. And I think that that's another important part of it. The next is supplication. And supplication is a fancy word of asking. So bring your wants, bring the desires of your heart to God, lay them down at his feet. I know for me, I did not, I struggled the most probably with supplication because I didn't like, I didn't think that God would really want to hear what I want, what I need. I thought that that was almost too trivial for him. And I know that that's a very um, uneducated way to view it. But I would always be like hesitant, like God doesn't really want to hear about all the minutia of my day. But he does. God is a loving father who does want us to open our hearts to him. And I almost, and I want to encourage you to almost treat it as like a conversation, a conversation with God, the supplication, adoration, reparation, and thanksgiving. Treat it as like an opening of your heart. Tell God the desires of your heart. Bring them to him. And I found that since I've been doing that since probably April-ish, I've noticed such a great peace in my heart about my desires, and I felt very understood by God. Okay, so now that we've kind of got that, and that's like a good arch, just remember it if you're ever kind of stuck on what, how to pray. And the next thing is a practice that are a couple of practices that people throughout the church have used. And this first practice is called Lectio Divina, which is Latin for divine reading. And this is basically where you take a passage of scripture. um, It can be like a half a chapter, like a paragraph, um, a verse, anything. Just you don't want it to be too large. And where you sit for maybe however much time you have, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, And you read the passage and then you take a few minutes to meditate on the passage and what truths the passage is trying to reveal to you. And then you go back and you read it again and you read it a couple of times or if you just have time to read it once, that's completely fine too. But you're really trying to understand what that passage is trying to say and it's a much more deeper way to use scripture than just reading over it. And I really enjoy that if I have a little more time in my hands or there's a piece of scripture that I'm maybe struggling with. I'll actually do this with scriptures that I'm having a harder time trying to understand. And I will just kind of meditate on them and really try and understand what they're saying. And usually there's like one theme or something that will kind of jump out at me. And I, when I'm doing this, I generally have a notebook and I will write that down and really incorporate that theme into my prayers for the day. But I find that really helpful. Another practice is the examine prayer. And our youth group leader, actually, I had kind of heard about it before because it it does gain its roots from a Catholic saint, St. Ignatius of Loyola. But our youth pastor recently at a Bible study I went to was telling us more about this type of prayer. And it is where at the end of the day, generally, you sit down or you're in your bed and maybe you're about to fall asleep. I actually do enjoy doing it when I'm like close to bed and I don't do it every day. (laughs) I know I need to get better, but 
I, I try to. And you think about your day and how it went and you ask yourself like, what did I do wrong today? What could I do better? Uh, was there anything that was bothering me? And you just bring those to God and you kind of have a conversation with God about your day. And it's no, in no way meant to be like a judgmental thing. Like, oh my gosh, I was so mean today. Like, it's not something you're supposed to feel bad after you do, but it's supposed to kind of give you motivation to maybe go into the next day with a more open heart or like be more patient and to help you kind of realize where you might be struggling and where you can do better. And I do really, really enjoy that prayer. So, but that does lead me to another point about prayer. So for me, and this does not, may not apply to everyone, but for me, if I push all prayer to the end of the day, and I'm not just saying pray the examine, if I don't pray at all and say, I'm going to pray at the end of the day, that is usually where I struggle and fall into not praying at all. And so I really encourage you to pray throughout the day, even if it's like something small. Like every morning when I wake up, I've been trying to say, thank, like I'll wake up and I'll say, thank you, God, for this day. And that's like so, so simple and short. It's not a big, long, like huge lit prayer, but I'll just wake up and say, thank you, God, for today. And I will try and truly in my heart be genuinely grateful that God has allowed me to have another day and that this day I'm going to do my best to use for his glory. And I kind of stopped doing it because it's something I've come more to at peace with. But I used to also say, let your will be done because that was something I struggled with for a very long time. I feel like I used to really, really want to control situations and I still have the tendency to do it. But doing that at the, in the morning, just saying, God, let your will be done, helped me to take so much pressure off myself to try and control everything that was happening in my day. And so if that is something you struggle with, just say something simple like, let your will be done. Or hmm, maybe you struggle with patience. Say, God, help me to be patient today. Something so small and simple. It does not have to be elaborate. God doesn't need us to pray huge long hours of prayer and while that may be really beneficial to some people most people don't have the time to do that so just throughout the day be thinking of God like ask him to help you or call upon him in small moments and I found that to be really really beneficial in my own prayer life so that is kind of like all of the what I wanted to say about prayer not super complicated but I think it is something that we maybe push to the side or don't or neglect the importance of having a prayer routine. And it is something that is so, so beneficial. Prayer is, I would say, the most important, one of the most, I would say the most important thing in our relationship with God, because it is how we talk to God. It is how we have a relationship with God. If someone tells me that they're a Christian, but that they don't pray, that is not... (sighs) That is neither biblical nor a very Christian thing to say because throughout the Bible, it's evident that God wants to pursue us. He wants us to have a relationship with him and prayer is the cornerstone of that relationship. So I just want to end it with this Bible verse, which is uh, (laughs) Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus.
That is a very important Bible verse. So rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And even if you're not praying continually, have a heart that is open to see the body of God, or what did I say the body of God? The beauty of God in everyday life. And just be joy, try and be joyful throughout your day and give thanks. And I, lo- I love this verse because those are things that I often forget. So <laughs> it's good to have a reminder of it. And I pray that in this week, you guys will see the beauty of Christ and God in everything. And I just pray that you all have a wonderful week. So on that note, I will end the podcast. This one was a good, a good length, 20 minutes. But I will see you all next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on just to let me know how I'm doing. Anyways, God bless and see you next Wednesday.